<laughs> don't let JB get too shitty. I think I think he means shit faced. JB, you don't get shit faced. Get shit faced? Okay. All right. You heard it here first, folks. JB, going to get shit faced. All right. Let's jump into this episode here because we're surprisingly on time and ahead of time. Because Danny's not here. Ah, Jesus. You know, typically, one would think it would be the other way around. We would be way more delayed without Danny here. But here we are, proving the contract. I mean, hell, we were damn near ready to start a half hour ago. We were. Why was I fucking doing that half an hour? Don't even remember. Yeah, I don't even know either. We time warped. Let's do the time warp again. Whoop, whoop. Oh, look at that. Podcast's over. <laughs> time to go home. Bye. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstad. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 111 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts, I'm Matt, and as those watching can see there is no Danny here, but those listening are not able to see that there is no Danny here. So here's me telling you that there is no Danny here for this episode. He's being an adult and I don't know, he's on a business trip. Like that just seems like Yeah, who does that shit anymore? What is this, the fucking nineties? Exactly. Trying to live a nuclear family bullshit life. Right? Mr. Daniel, you need to fill out these paperwork and submit them by five PM. If you could do that, that'd be great. There we go. <laughs> that voice you hear there is the one and only Jinky Boggle, JB. Yup, it's me. Him and I both are not adults, because we're here doing this shit instead. Fuck no. <laughs> we prioritize the podcast. Envy us, Danny, because we know he's in the chat right now. <laughs> yeah, instead of being on Discord and joining us, little hooker. <laughs> Uh, so we're, de- we're we're glad that you guys decided to join us here. Thank you so very much. And let's begin our thank yous by thanking everyone out there listening, first and foremost, because without you guys listening, I don't know, we're just speaking into the, the, the endless void with no real purpose. But here we are with it, with you guys listening. Oh, I thought you said whip it. Whip it? Oh, wasn't there a candy called whip it? No, there's a song. Whip it real good? Yeah. Was that the one where you did the mashed potatoes dance? No. No, no. What the fuck? You, you. What the fuck? The fucking mashed potato dance. What the fuck is that? Isn't that something along with the cabbage patch? What? Am I just speaking on my ass what right the, now? What the fuck? I think yeah. so. Oh, my God. I guess I'm speaking out of my ass here. Holy shit. Fucking mashed potatoes in the cabbage patch dance. What the fuck? Cabbage patch, I do know is a thing. Right, I'm pretty sure it's Well, yeah, cabbage that. patch dolls, but... I yeah, mean, but there's a cabbage pants. Cabbage... Cabbage pat- pants? Cabbage. I got cabbage pants! The cabbage man from Avatar. Straight up cabbage pants. What? That's all he's wearing. Oh, my God. 
We're jumping everywhere tonight, folks. Danny, you are not keeping us on right? the rails. Yeah, God damn it, Danny. Bad, Danny. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's thank our amazing patrons who decide that this content that you just heard that shit from is worth it. Let's first start off by thanking new pa- newest Patreon member, No Modifier. What's up, man? Thank you. And then we got Big G, Wade97, Chapman, The Moose, Amu the Fox, Colin, Noah, Slade, Third String Chapman, and Nikki. Each one of you guys, complete badasses. And if you guys want to be joining them in the Hall of Badassery, go check out our Patreon. We have two tiers, a $3 and a $10 tier, which gets you put in for monthly drawings for either a pack or a commander card of bling-ish value that's valued around like 15 to 20 bucks. If that tickles your fancy, check out the links below. And with that, let's also thank our amazing sponsor, JW Sports Cards and Gaming. Let's hear an ad from them now. You giving the ad read, right? <laughs> no, you already did an ad read, motherfucker. I didn't do an ad read. You you fucking lied, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I no no, I didn't, I didn't lie. I have it typed up. I just haven't got it recorded. Well, I'm difference, not doing it. Difference between the two. I'm not doing it. So let's thanks let's thank J Dubs because they have all of your magic needs. They have your singles, they have your packs, they're getting ready for Crimson Vow pre orders. So if that tickles your fancy to start getting in on some of those vampires, which might want to be interested in checking out since it's coming up. And on top of that, with their single selection, like they have boxes of bulk cards that you can like thumb through and then find uh, a vampire card that has miraculously jumped up like 300 400 percent and shit they'd be making real bank Dubs is amazing for that and they also have D and sports cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards and play mats and sleeves and they're, they're, they're just your one-stop shop for all things magic and game related thank you Dub sports cards and gaming so with that jesus christ this feels so weird we're like blazing through this shit right even though danny's not here suck it danny Right. <laughs> Let's do a quick catch up here in the chat because I was reading off that and there's a lot right, of just blowing the fuck up. Yeah, it's not often we have something like this happen. So we got IDK pick pick one say say the line and then we got Danny saying what line? And then IDK pick one says one eleven. The line, you know. You know. What? Well, what's the point of Danny? Isn't there business, a.k.a. master of baiting the power? <laughs> ah, real classy. Great podcast for life, Danny Double Down. <laughs> you invented a drinking game around Danny, and now I'm not getting drunk. I know. Hey, hey, hey. First off, first off, blame Danny for not being here. Right? And if Danny wants to continue this drinking game, he could just type in the chat, shut up. Or, or he could just jump on Discord and quit being a little bitch. <laughs> since he brought his laptop and downloaded it see you fucked up danny you told us that you brought your laptop and downloaded discord so you could join in and here you are and here you are not joining in see you should have just never told us and then you would have had an excuse and you could have just jumped in the chat and like hey this is the best i could do but you done fucked up son <laughs> even if danny isn't here he's pushing it along i can hear it now <laughs> <laughs> and then Danny saying, "Can you guys get on topic?" Yes, I know. First off, I am behind on the chat messaging read here and stuff, but we're getting there. Uh, do 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 Can you guys get on with the topic? Him being wicked annoyed, dude. Danny, this is never going to end. 
you better get back in get better get him back on track. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Chugga 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 chugga. <laughs> Danny <laughs> says Danny says, I'll be back next Monday. Whoa, did he call me a fat ass? What? What? Okay, so I'm trying to think. Was that during the Patreon read? IDK pick one might be a Patreon member that has a different name than we have in patrons. And if that's the case, no, that is not what I meant. <laughs> what? Oh, no. I'm trying to figure this out myself. Let me guess. Oh you God. asked, what should I use for username? I don't hear anything. Whoa, did he go? <laughs> um, they will still be trying to figure this out by next Monday. Yeah. You are not wrong, IDK pick one. I will still be trying to figure this out by next Monday. Um, Let's see. Why isn't Danny yelling at JB for being on TikTok? JB, are you on TikTok over there? No. Okay. I got the show notes. Oh, wow. Look at you. You're professional tonight. I always have the fucking show notes up. Unlike Danny, (laughs) who plays his fucking phone games. (laughs) Let's see. Then we got IDK pick one. Uh, listen, I can't be responsible for all these different screen names. It's too much. Oh, you don't need to say each line. Can you guys just start the show? Yes, we can start the show. <laughs> I was just thinking that too. I'm like, oh, we're going to be here forever just reading on the chat because people keep fucking chatting. Yeah, because this is something that we don't deal with. It's like we want to address what's getting said in the chat and have a conversation. <laughs> There's like three more, four more. Oh my God. It just keeps happening. You need to keep an eye on the chat. To keep up. Oh my god, that's totally Danny. Can you guess? Just start the show. Can you guys just start the show? Dude. Eddie K, just pick one. At least I do my job. Danny, are you doing your job though? You're not really visiting us. Yeah, right you're now. not. You're kind you of failing so if, that's not. The, if that's the case. There's a leg in the chat busted. It goes to space and back. FFS. I'm guessing that's frames. Okay. Sure. All right. So, thank you to all of our amazing people. Now, let's give you guys the breakdown of how this episode is going to be laid out for y'all. First off, we're going to go over to the Boggle Desk where JB has Assault Report and some upcoming and event results. From there, without Danny here, we don't have a blog talk, but we kind of do have a blog talk because it's the Mark Rosewater Crimson Vow teaser. So we'll talk about that. And then from there, we're going to jump to the news quickies, which talks about preview dates, preview season dates for Crimson Vow. And then we got Magic Arena was actually nominated for Best Community. (laughs) We'll cover that in a second. And then there's some list updates, um, a new board of play design, casual play design team that we're going to cover. From there, jump to the finance section. And then deck of the week, maybe. We'll see how that turns out. And then from there, y'all can go home. There we go. That's what I was waiting for. I was seeing if Danny was going to type it, but you've you fulfilled it already. <laughs> All right. So, JB, with that, we pass it off to you at the Boggle Desk. Well, there's no salt report. No magic played? No, I haven't played magic in a while, unfortunately, and it's really killing me. I feel you. It's killing me inside. Well, shit, if we get this done early enough, maybe we can sneak in a game before he gets scolded. Maybe. We'll Fing- find out. Fingers crossed. Let's see how fingers much we crossed. can let's see how much we can deviate this tonight. <laughs> Gonna deviate like Scotty P septum. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I actually thought Danny was in the room. Now. <laughs> 
had to try. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Don't worry. <laughs> Whether or not it actually picked up on the microphone, I don't know. But <laughs> we'll find out in a second here. Danny comments on it saying, you guys are assholes. We're trying to imitate me. Then you like how I like leaned over into a spot too to try to do Danny, I'm waiting for you to come into the chat. Be like, this looks like a good job for me. So everybody <laughs> shut up. Oh my god. This is great. Miss it. Right? <laughs> god damn it, Danny. <laughs> we got him saying shut up in the chat. <laughs> IDK pick one says sounded just like Danny. They censored the shut up. Oh my god, we can't get censored. Yes, we can't get censored. I was just thinking that too. I was like, God, we need to hire somebody to sit over there and like start pulling cords and shit. I know. Two things. Danny, you are a very pivotal member of this group. And second off. Third off. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. So third off, fuck you. Because <laughs> you can't censor us. <laughs> We're off the rails tonight. <laughs> Shit ain't getting done at all. <laughs> Pivotal. <laughs> As Matt's editing a four-hour podcast, why did we do this? I hate us. <laughs> Daddy, come back. I hate my life. Daddy, come back. You can blame it all on me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got seal flippers in the chat now saying shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay, so I suppose on to events. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so there was a Nerd Rage Gaming Series trial in Chicago that went on, and it was legacy format. I know we haven't talked about legacy in a while, so yeah, I think the last time we talked legacy was like midsummer, right? It was a lot of modern since modern. Yeah, it's too. been a lot of modern. So first place was a Yorion Death and Taxes. Near and dear to my heart. Fucking love it. It's crazy to think that Yorion in Legacy fucking was a thing. Is a thing. I mean, why not? Gives it's, you 20 more cards. Yeah. And it's like, what What are the cards that you're running in here that Legacy gives you access to that fucking Modern doesn't? And it I mean, really? Richardin Port? Yeah, Wasteland? you're looking at Port, Swords, and Mom. GTA. GTA. Yeah, with in the GTA, that's it. Oh, Caracas, but Yeah, I'll give you that. Council's judgment as well. And yeah, everything else. Is it is it really like those are the cards that are Oh wait, recruiter recruiter's not modern. Rotofitter Foundry. Oh my god, that could be tutored up with Urza's saga. Yes, it can, sir. Jesus balls. Yup. Alright. And then it serves a plowed share, but I mean, like that, it's just... I like the Timeless Dragon. A single one, yeah. Right. And the Cathar Commando. Mm. Recruiter, recruiter of the Guard. White 2, 1-1, one, one, Human Soldier, ETBs. You may search your library for a creature card with toughness 2 or less. Reveal it, put it in your hand, shuffle your library. Mm-hmm. That gets you anything in this deck. Yup. Right? Except Timeless Pretty Dragon. Much, yeah. And it grabs you a fucking Solitude. Oh, my God. Solitude's a 3-2. Oh, my God. It grabs you a Solitude. Oh, my God. Okay, so this next deck is, like, near and dear to my heart. It's, like, almost identical to what I'm trying to build. Holy shit, it legacy. is. Uh, right? Right? So it's a Selesnya Depths. 
So it's essentially like Knight of the Reliquary deck. Uh, it's got Dryad Arbor, Elvish Reclaimer, Sylvan Safekeeper, Endur- it's got an Endurance in it. See, that's what I don't have. Uh, Knight of Autumn, Knight of the Reliquary, and Ramanap Excavator. Oh, it's got Prismatic. Oh, wait, no. That's right. I do have Prismatic Endings on my list to get for this. Because why not? Uh, then it's got a couple Mox Diamonds. Because why not? I know there's a lot <laughs> of them that a lot of them that run Mox Diamonds. Uh, usually it's ones that splash in like three colors, though. And then a couple Sylvan Libraries. Just a way to like dig through your deck a little easier. Right. I thought about picking up some Sylvan Libraries, too. Lands are always fun. So you got a single Bajuka Bog, of course, three depths, two flagstones, a Caracas. Is three depths the typical for this? Yeah, usually. Okay. You can tutor. You can tutor lands like son of a bitch between Elvish Reclaimer and Knight of the Reliquary. Okay. You get to tutor lands. Makes sense. So you don't need as as many. Just like you only only have a single Bajuka Bog, single Caracas, single Maze of Ith. Why do you think three Yavamai Cradle of Growth? Because making green, man. And then you can sack any of your non-forest lands to Knight of the Reliquary to tutor up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Knight is either forest or plains. Gotcha, gotcha. Yup. I like the tabernacle in the sideboard, too. I I, I was actually going to comment on that before we moved. (laughs) That's uh, that's half the fucking deck price right there. So this deck... You can buy on Card Kingdom for $8,700, and the Tabernacle is 4900 So Tommy Tomzovic, Tommy Tomzovic pretty much just did a... <laughs> right? And then uh, the Mox Diamonds are about two grand, two for Jesus. three of them. So yeah, I mean, like, it, it definitely, like, see, I'm not, I'm not trying to put Mox Diamond in mine. Budget or a reasons, tabernacle. right? Or tabernacle, even though I would love to have a tabernacle, uh, but that shaves a lot of the money down right there. That yeah, shaves almost what? seven thousand. Yeah, almost seven thousand dollars. Right. Off. So you, you can with... easily build this. Like, I mean, it's a cheap enough deck, especially because a lot of the stuff's gotten reprints lately, so it's dropped the price down. Like, depths got reprinted, dropped it down. Three is forty six bucks according uh, to Goldfish. Wasteland, Wasteland's always been you know fairly reasonable. Um, and like I said, I'm I've been playing it without Wastelands right now, just with Ghost Quarters because why not? Uh, until I can get Wastelands. Wasn't there just a recent uh, Secret Lair printing of for Wasteland? If I'm not mistaken, the Mark yes. Pool. And then and then we also had the the Expedition Wasteland too. I did send Car Rising. We did. That's right. So. That one's thirty three fucking dollars. Mm-hmm. Damn. And the secret lair Mark Pool edition is thirty four dollars. Yep. But like the creature base is always cheap as shit. Uh, you know, like the spells besides Green Sun Zenith is the most expensive spell. You know, actually surprising. Well, right. I mean, looking at all the spells, I guess not really, but it's like damn, right. I didn't think four a four of would be breaking a hundred bucks. Well, yeah, they're about twenty five to twenty five to thirty a piece, roughly. Depending on where you look at market price, but yeah, I know this is a it's it's a fun deck to pilot. It really is. It does look like that. <laughs> it's fun. I love it. That's why I can't wait to get all my pieces and actually start going to Legacy League. I mean, it is kind of playable right now, but I don't have the depths. So. Playable, playable enough that it took second place. Right. It's so fun. So it's so fun. It does seem very toolboxy. It has a lot of stuff. It is. It's great. I love it. 
Before we move on to the next one, I'm going to catch up with the chat here real quick. We got IDK pick one. Serious question. When are they having the wicked awesome dude Chapman on the cast? Chapman, this is the call out to you. Hit me up. We'd love to get you on. <laughs> right? For how, for how much you are like part of the podcast without being part of the podcast, it feels like a disservice that you, that you haven't been on the podcast yet. Right? Let us know. We need this to happen. <laughs> right. So then on to third place, we have an Is It Delver list. And of course, it's got uh, Ragavan and Merktides. All it's doing is taking the modern deck and then just putting in Brainstorms and Force of Wills. Right? That is the only thing here that they got going on. Yeah, because they they, I love how they call it Is It Delver, and they've only got two Delvers in the whole deck. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. Like, Delver is just like the moniker for like, Jund. Like when you think of Jund, you don't think of Jund right now because Jund is always like a Goyf kind of a thing. Right? You but, think Goyf and Lily for Jund. Yeah. And this is a case where it's like the name surpasses the cards that are in it. Like Affinity. Affinity is a good example. Affinity cards, there's not a lot of Affinity in Affinity decks. Nope. So like, <laughs> is it Delphur is going the way of Affinity name-wise? Right. Nomenclature. So in fourth place we have a Reanimator. Yeah, it's Gristlebrand bullshit. Yep. Primarily Grizzle Brand with Archon of Cruelty and Sarah's Emissary. Yeah. But the primary thing is like they're looking to entomb and exhume shit into the graveyard and then reanimate, animate dead and shit like this. Right. So supposedly there's no fifth place. It just jumps from fourth to sixth. So we're just going to go with it. Hmm. You are not wrong. Right, so sixth place was an Aluren deck, and oh my god, these are dumb to play against. I really hate them. Aluren deck has really jumped up in popularity, from my understanding, because of the Akarak, the Arc Lich interaction to like dungeon them out. Because with Aluren and Akarak, whatever the 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 the, the zombie dungeon guy from Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, Black Two Five Five. When it enters the battlefield, if you haven't completed Tomb of Annihilation, return Akarak to its owner's hand and venture into the dungeon. And then when it attacks, so this part doesn't matter. But pretty much what you're doing is because it has the return to your hand ability, you're bringing it back to your hand, and you got Alurin, which is green, green, two, and any player may play a creature casting three or less whenever they could play an instance without paying its mana cost. So you're pretty much just... Flickering this thing, completing, I think it's Lost Mine of Fandelver dungeon crawling and shit, where you're just like, ping them out for their life. Yeah, it's stupid. Alluren is just stupid. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah. And this- because it's, it, it's because it's at instant speed, and it's so dumb, because like I've tried. I tried to interact with it. The only thing you can do and is- And I like- couldn't, because he just kept doing the shit on the stack of what I fucking played to try to interact with it, so it's like- like, ugh. and the, the best part was it was on Moto, so I made him click it out. I was like, "Fuck you, no, you can click this shit out." <laughs> <laughs> like, it was great, but yeah, no, like you try to interact with it, and you can't because they just keep they have that ability you to bounce shit. You say they can't, you can't, but you can. You have stifle, tails end, trick blue. Bomb. See blue, more degenerate blue shit. Just pointing it out. Or or you can have torpor orb effects and stuff that's going to be stopping 
the fucking true lich lord from triggering when it etbs it doesn't look like they have much for artifact removal brazen borrower in the sideboard and then rex a single rex sage so it's like they do get hosed pretty hard by a torpor orb maybe maybe anyway on to the next deck we have another is it delver this one actually has drcs though a full playset. Yup. And they're running Pyroblast and Daze in here. The other one was not running Pyroblast or Daze. Hmm. So this is interesting. So for eighth place, we have a three-color elf deck. It's only three colors because of the sideboard. No. Look at the main board, sir. Oh, there's a Grist in the main board. And an Archon of Valor's Reach. Well, yeah, well, yeah for white. I'm just talking like black. I was looking at right. black first. But yeah, okay, so Archon of Valor's Reach, which is a card that was printed in one of the commander sets for white, green, four, you get a five, six, Flying Vigilance Trample, it ETBs, choose Artifact, Enchantment, Instant Sorcery, or Planeswalker, players can't cast spells on the chosen type. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this, wow. So you got that, and Grist, which is the black, uh, where the black comes from, and it can blow up things or make you insect tokens, which honestly don't mean too much. But it does count as casting a creature spell because it's a creature everywhere else but on the battlefield. Interesting, because it has glimpse of nature and natural order. Interesting. This one took fucking eighth place. Right. I, I approve. But this is just like standard elves for legacy right like everything here yeah, for the most part yeah yeah because it's not often you see archon of valor's reach in an elf deck since it's not an elf right and then grist the hunger tide like these one ofs are just i don't know options to like pull up with a green sun zenith or a natural order because you could pull either out with those right so that'll do it for our legacy event here so now on to upcoming events, if this link will load. There we go. Yay, more Red Bull untapped. Next one is going to happen this Friday at 7 p.m. International stop number three, Japan. Or is it just Japan time? It's just Japan time. So I'm assuming it's whatever the JTC right. is for yeah. that. <laughs> cool story. Let's hit up the this week in time zones. Right, oh. this week in time zones. Yes, They'll help know. us out. <laughs> so yeah, play is gonna begin nine o'clock Japan time. It doesn't specify whether it's AM or PM or what. It just says nine o'clock Japan time. You're required to be checked into MTG mainly by that time. Deck lists are due thirty minutes before the start of the event. Failure to submit before the event starts will result in removal. Max cap is forty nine ninety nine. We register after the cap is reached, you'll be on a wait list. How many are enrolled right now? It, there are 990 people so far enrolled. What's the cap on that? How many people can get in? 4999. 4999? Yep. Oh, okay. just under 5,000. Okay. Yep. Some reason when you said 4999, that's like a price. <laughs> no. Max price yeah. is 4999. No, yeah. So it's a two day event using standard format, details on the structure. Check the rules section. Link for this will be in in the show notes. So total prize pool is going to be over twenty grand. Nice, right? It's pretty fucking good. JB, yeah. get on it. No, you're fuck the com- that shit. You're the competitive player out of fuck, all of us. Fuck standard. What's the uh, what's the uh, oh, 
not card kingdom, the fucking online card rental place. Mana Traders? Mana Traders. Yeah, it's standard this month, too. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's dumb. I tried. I tried with my equipment deck. You got stomped, didn't you? Yeah. So sorry for you, Dink. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> so we got another event. We have the 2021 Magic Online Champions Showcase Season 2. There's going to be eight people. $70,000 in prizes. It's going to be modern and vintage cube action. Well, that's cool. I know, right? That's why I had to, that's why I had to post this shit in there. This looks fucking dope. You're better with names. You can read off the people. Huh, okay, so <laughs> the people that are in here are Marcella Almedia, Nicholas Bonnie, Derek Davis, Alexander Ivanov, Jack Potter <laughs> from Canada. Damn. If it was UK, that would have been funny. Right? Logan. Potter. Logan Nettles. Sorry, Jack, we don't mean to make fun of you. It's all in good it's all in good humor. Oh, like he listens to us. What would be the chances though? Right? What you son be- of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I know. We get canceled. Start internet beef. That's how we get our notoriety, man. No, uh, it's gonna be so bad. He's gonna Invecto Patron our ass and we're no longer gonna be a podcast. You <laughs> said that wrong. Did I fuck? Yeah. Inspecto Patronum? No. <laughs> Ah, oh, Jesus Christ, I don't know Harry Potter that well. You were close. Ivata Sakakakis. <laughs> I'm trying here. I'm working at it. Come on. I might have just died on that one. That was a good one. To, to my knowledge, one of those makes a deer. <laughs> Oh, my God. No, it depends on who you are. If you're hairy, then yes, it makes a fucking deer. I am pretty hairy. I got that lumberjack vibe going off. I just need some flannel. Take off my shirt. Why are you wearing an Angora sweater at the beach? (laughs) Because I'm from the north. Oh, my God. Because I'm a man. (laughs) Okay, back to the names here. Sorry, Jackpot. (laughs) All love and respect towards you, brah. <laughs> Logan Nettles. Making them deers appear. If we're going to be making, if we're going to be uh, doing namey, jokey kind of things, when you hear Nettles, do you not think of Salad Fingers? No, because I'm not, I don't live on the dark web, sir. You know Salad Fingers. That's I know I know Salad Fingers. Dark web bullshit. Dark web. It's not dark web. It is. Logan Nettles. This rusty spoon. Caress this rusty pots. Logan Nettles. Sorry. <laughs> Sam Rolf. Shut up. <laughs> Danny, where are you at, bro? You're not fucking keeping us in check here. We're talking about rusty pots and orgasms. Oh, God. He just said it. Hey, hey. Now we're going to get canceled. No. Fucking Salad <laughs> Fingers talks about that. What? No. I don't remember that part. Yeah. Because he he like orgasms when he touch, touches anything rusty. Oh my god! I don't and then he like stabs his finger. Oh holy shit! This shit just got more fucked up. You don't remember fucking salad fingers? Okay, okay, folks out there, <laughs> go watch some salad fingers. It's Halloween time. It's very thematic. It gets you some creepy shit. Uh, yeah, go watch that. And then finally, we have Nathan Strewer as the the eight people competing in the mocks. <laughs> 
Hey, DK, pick ones in the chat. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a better job than Danny is right now. Right? IDK, pick one. You're hired. Yup. So, yeah. Links for that will be in the show notes. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week in MTEG where we don't even know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, where Danny's gone and we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> where it's all comedy and the points don't matter. <laughs> yes! Because we're not being censored. No, no. We're not censored! Woo! Fuck you, FCC! <laughs> Fuck you, DOC. D. Oh, what's Danny's middle name? Uh, DNO. Fuck you, DNO. <laughs> oh, that's like Dino. D- I don't, I don't think. Dino! I just think like Nathaniel. I feel like Nathaniel's his middle name, but I could be very wrong. Danny. Yeah, you could be very wrong. Danny Fat. Oh, he's not going to tell us. He's not going to tell us, but he's going to be like, no, you're wrong, at least. So that way we know if it's Nathaniel or not. But if it He'll is, tell us we're wrong, even if we're right. It's Danny Nathaniel. Do you know? <laughs> Woo! It's like NWO. <laughs> New World Order! We got IDK pick one saying, I leave for 15 minutes and boom! Salad semen. What the fuck? Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Brings a whole new meaning to Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> Oh, God. It is rusty colored. It is very. And then, if you want, you can consider it ranch. Blue cheese. You might want to go to the doctor for that. this chunky. <laughs> want to go to the doctor for that. <laughs> Don't Google it. Uh, oh, dude. You, did, 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 the, did the wife snap you the other day when we were in the store? With... Were you not included? Or were you included? She sends me a lot of snaps. With the blue waffle? No, I don't think I got that one. Oh, yeah, we found blue waffles in the store. The the Eggo blue waffles. Yeah, the mermaid waffles. I don't know how they thought that that was going to be blue waffles, baby. Their their fucking marketing team does not know shit. Nope, they definitely did not grow up in the nineties. This isn't even about growing up in the nineties. I will guarantee you, if we fucking pull up Google right now and type in blue waffle, it'll be a mixture. You got to take the adult safe search off. I'll go to incognito mode. <laughs> Fucking incognito mode. <laughs> I'm doing this for God knows why. Oh God, no, we know why. There's only one reason why you go to incognito mode. I'm really hoping my son doesn't walk by the window. Oh, hey, look, that's actually not bad. But look, there's a thong <laughs> with a blue waffle on it. <laughs> oh, look, the mermaid waffles. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Dictionary.com. What does blue waffle mean? <laughs> blue, blue waffle, waffle disease. disease. <laughs> Is it a real STD? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, let's end that there. JB, what's next? blog a tug <laughs> IDK, pick one. Oh, my God. My, waf- my wife walks in and says, what's this about a blue waffle? I have no idea what that is. Wait. Oh, shit. Keep it that way. Google it. No, no Google that no, shit. Don't you got to know. You got to know. I will censor you for this one. Everybody has no, to know what a blue waffle is. No, don't do it. Yes, it is. Don't do it. Yes, do it. No. Go to the dark side. They have blue waffles. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bad JB. Bad. <laughs> no. JB, no. <laughs> 
So you're doing the uh, <laughs> the blog of tying then? Nope, that's on you. I just did the last segment. Fair enough. You're starting off the news then. Okay, since you didn't color code the quickies. I did not. All right, so in the blog of tog, since Danny's not here, we're just throwing in the Mark Rosewater Innistrad Crimson Vow teaser that he just released today. So before previews for Innistrad Crimson Vow officially begin, I thought it would be fun to do another of my Duelist-style teasers where I give tiny hints of things to come. Note that I'm only giving you partial information. First up, here's some things you can expect. The following counter types. Bloodline, Croak, Invitation, Judgment, Omen, Slime, and Suspect. Wow, those are some fucking counter names. <laughs> uh, a new mechanic that removes something never removed before. Ooh, what could that be? What, what's removing something that's never been removed before? <gasps> Emblems. Emblems have never been removed no, before. No, they have not. Counters have been removed. No, yeah. well, yeah, counters have been yep, removed. counters have been removed. Uh, it's not just like shifting counters and stuff. Right. So yeah, I'm going to bet you emblems. That would be logical. Point it here and now, because there's been planeswalker removal. There's been creature, land. Yep. Now there's been like, like would you count things like um, Necrocomica? No. What is that? Black, black one, choose a card. Unmoored ego kind of effect, like surgical extraction kind of effects. Those remove something but they don't remove emblems yes i think it's emblems then holy shit if it's emblems dude that's legit the fucking magic world is going to be losing their shit right fuck you teferi (laughs) oh my god um let's see so it's a new mechanic that removes something never removed before a popular and powerful creature card from innistrad gets reprinted people i've seen were already mentioning snapcaster there is a a fake a fake Snapcaster going around. First off, if they reprint Snapcaster, they're not doing it with its original art because that's no. a that's art of an actual person that they did. And I don't know the legality on shit like that, but they'd have to give it completely new different art. I mean, they'd be able to do the new Snapcaster art, like what they did in Ultimate Masters, right? Was it Ultimate Masters that it got reprinted or Ma- Modern Masters 17? One of those two. No, but- I think it was Ultimate. But you know the art that we're talking about. If, right. they get, if it gets printed, it'd be printed in that art. A new token, a new artifact token along the lines of clue, food, and treasure. Wow. That's pretty redonkulous. Wedding invite. Dinner mints. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's totally what an invitation. No, invitation's a counter. It's not an artifact token. Mm. A card that makes red dragon illusion creature tokens with flying in haste. Ah. What? Yes, I'm in for fucking Dragon Illusions. A mechanic that first appeared as a faction mechanic returns. Hmm. Hmm. We got IDK pick one in the chat saying, dude, it's going to be Liliana Mark. Already, Mark already said they aren't reprinting Snappy. Okay, so it's not going to be Snappy. So a popular card could be Liliana. Lily of the Veil would be awesome. Yeah. Lily of the Veil in standard. Or yeah, well, it would just like sword. I don't even give a shit if it's just in Sorry, standard. It just needs to be reprinted because it's expensive as fuck. Yeah, it's like what ninety hundred bucks right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a new legendary creature card that combines two characters that previously had their own legendary creature card. Oh, dude, are we getting meld again? Like a meld kind of a thing? Oh, dude, meld is awesome. Oh shit! Or imagine this, like what they did with the Royal Scions in Throne of Eldraine. 
but for creatures instead of planeswalkers where they put Rowan and Will Kenrith on one card like they do two creatures in one card Gissa and Jrolf I was gonna say they already did that yeah yeah so uh, like something like that maybe um, a new card that lets you cast certain cards off the top of your library I'm gonna guess that's a green card of of, of source or it could be a blue and red one like Melek is a paragon or whatever from original Ravnica did that with instants and sorceries a legendary character returns but now as a vampire oh who got fucking sucked who got sucked jb mm. let's see Micaeus died and he's a zombie so i'm thinking like legendary things that could become a vampire oh thalia thalia is a vampire no yes no, watch. They can't do that. Watch. Uh, Calling it here, Thalia's a vampire. <sighs> now, here are some rules texts that will be showing up on cards. Choose a number between 0 and 13 with mana value less than or equal to the number of vampires you control. If it's red, you may cast it this turn. <laughs> Zombies you control have flying. <laughs> At the beginning of your upkeep, any opponent may sacrifice a creature... I'm going to guess that's something along the lines of like a desecration demon style effect. If they sack a creature, so the way it stops it from attacking. It's going to be a cheap big big that sacks and taps it or whatever. Kraken, Leviathan, Octopus, or Serpent. Twice that many of those tokens are created instead. Whenever a human you control dies, equal to the number of permanents that are spirits and or enchantments. If you control exactly 13 permanents, and now, finally, here are some creature type lines in the set. Human, ranger, re- werewolf, angel, soldier, a zombie, a zombie, a zombie scorpion, serpent egg, I horror, a legendary creature, human peasant, a legendary creature, spirit warlock, a legendary creature, slug horror, a legendary creature, kraken horror, and a legendary creature, vampire noble two new ones there's two new vampire nobles yeah the ones that got married oh yeah yeah so olivia and uh not soren um edgar edgar is what people are calling as the probably because soren's not a vampire soren's not a vampire he's not he's just he just he just isn't there's your blog tog go give your guesses and let us know i'm still i'm still hyped if thalia becomes a vampire watch Watch. Thalia's a vampire. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. Thalia's a super important character throughout the whole fucking series. And how crazy would it be for the wedding? They're like, bitch, yeah, fucking vampire. <laughs> All right. So to begin this week's news, here's something you should mark in your calendars. Crimson Vow previews kick off this Thursday, October 28th at 9 a.m. Pacific over on Twitch and YouTube. Today, Watsy revealed who is revealing preview cards. Full list is in the links below. Another thing you should mark in your calendars is the Strixhaven D&D book pre-orders. They're going to be sent out around December 7th. Wizards has done a few Magic D&D crossover books before, including Ravnica, Theros, and now Strixhaven. If you did not see, Magic Arena got nominated for Best Community. I call bullshit. <laughs> by the Golden Joystick Awards 2021. The other nominees are Final Fantasy XIV, No Man's Sky, Dreams, Monster Hunter Rise, and Destiny 2. This is the 39th annual awards, and 
you all can vote now by clicking the link below, which opens Friday, November 5th. The show is going to be broadcast on digital platforms November 23rd. So obviously the people that uh, nominated them have never played in the bronze, silver, or gold tier because it is toxic as fuck. My argument to that, it's hard to be a toxic community when all you can send is emojis. (laughs) Checkmate, motherfucker. Oh my god. How do you know that someone's being aggressive when they're sending you? Uh, when they're spamming fucking good game or fucking your go or what? I just fuck fuck you. No, like cl- I know it's my turn, bitch. Fucking get off the emotes. Clearly, clearly, they're just trying to be nice and be like, hey, I just want you to make sure you're not missing your turn here, bud. Before we start roping together. Oh, good <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we got an update to the secret lair and the list printings. So remember when we mentioned last week or the other week that the Walking Dead secret lair cards wouldn't be getting printed in the list unlike any future universe beyond secret lair cards? This comes up with the secret lair Stranger Things because it was mentioned a long time ago with universes beyond all secret lair cards are going to be printed in the list like six months after the fact. That the secret layer got dropped so that way people can have access to these cards. And the other week we were talking about how The Walking Dead wouldn't do that because there's like a whole IP clash like AMC owns the rights and not going to give it to Watsi. Well, what what is it? A little bit of a comeuppance or open mouth insert foot situation on our behalf here? We said never when you should never say never. Justin Bieber. Less. Yep, this is this is why you don't listen to us because we're a bunch of schmucks with microphones. <laughs> well, Watsi announced last week that this is no longer the case. In an updated article in June, one section states, quote, sometimes plans change. Cards from Secret Lair of the Walking Dead will have in magic versions created and available in the list at a date to be announced. <laughs> you can find the link below to the whole article if you want to reread that one. So, yeah. Those that are don't like the Walking Dead cards, like as the Walking Dead cards, can now get excited for the fact that there's going to be magic inverse cards that are going to be printed into the list. Remember, cards printed into the list that were of Universes Beyond Secret Lair fame are now at a one, one in eight chance. It's a higher rate than normal and shit. Good stuff. So on a previous podcast, we talked about Watsy teaming up with Extra Life again for a charity event while they're doing more with that. Last Wednesday, the 20th, they showcased a special secret lair for this charity event on Noverber. <laughs> Matt can't spell. <laughs> November 5th <laughs> through the 8th, you can order the special drop. With Muldrifter, Crater Hoof Behemoth, and Metalwork Colossus with a special art style. There will be two versions of these ones with one art version done by some talented children. And the second are artist renditions of the kids' art. The flavor text of these cards are from conversations that Watsy staff had with the kids. The price of this will be $39.99 for non-foil and $49.99 in traditional foil. Do want to note that half... Half the value of the cars is going to be donated to Extra Life Seattle's hospital. And I'm pretty sure that's where the kids they chose to draw these arts come from, are from the Seattle Children's Hospital. Uh, this is definitely notable because you're going to get two Crater Hoof Behemoths for 40 bucks. which seems like a really good deal. Right. 
Next, we have some biggish kind of news, I would think, for the future of Commander and, I guess, casual play in general. So, Melissa Del Tora, who is a Watsi staff person, tweeted, I am leading the new MTG casual play design team at Wizards and doing an AMA today at 4 p.m. Pacific on MTG's official Discord server. I'll be answering most of your questions there, but not here. But but for now, here is a little info on, on what our team is doing. Our team is responsible for making Commander and other casual formats fun and balanced. Balance means something different for casual players than competitive players because of how much more diverse the experience is from player to player. So our team will not focus on balance in the same way that competitive play design does. Our primary focus will be finding rates and play patterns that makes the format more fun for everyone. uh, Some things we consider as we playtest and balance cards are... How likely is the card going to show up? Is it fun if it does show up in a high quantities? How much fun is this for the table? Quote unquote, net fun. How easy or difficult is it to include this in your deck? Does this card have enough interaction points and counterplay? I have been working on competitive standard slash limited play balance for a while now, and I'm looking forward to this shift to Commander. We are a very new team here, but all passionate about Magic, especially Commander. I'm looking forward to introducing the team to the upcoming months. So there's a, a bunch of questions and stuff that were mentioned in the Discord. There will be links below to like page through them. But the main thing, the main takeaway here from this is Watsi's making a casual play design team, which I don't know. It feel I feel like it does address some of the magic communities, uh, not aggravation um, concerns. You know how everyone was going about like the whole fire play design and stuff, with fire play design being, I guess, strictly competitive focused. I guess it makes sense to now have a casual one. And if there's now a casual play design, are we going to start seeing more arch enemy decks, more planes chase decks, more of these like Ixalan board games, these game night board games and stuff like that. More products along those lines. My question is, where was this when Oko was fucking printed? Uh, Oko, or this, this was in hindsight. This was in hindsight. <laughs> I think this I think this is definitely going to be a good thing. Like in in writing in paper in text, it seems like a good idea to have this kind of a play design. Especially since Watsi has said that Commander is the biggest format in Magic on several occasions. I remember we talked about it early at the beginning stages of the pandemic and midway through the pandemic, they've they've commented on it a few times saying that Commander is the format of choice. And because of that, having casual play, like kitchen table is the way to play magic for a lot of people. And honestly, if you know somebody that just wants to casually talk about magic, share this podcast with them. <laughs> Shameless plugs. But I don't know. I think this is going to be very good. Um, if you want to get an idea on potentially what Melissa Del Tora and her team is going to be looking forward looking towards when it comes to the casual play design aspect of it, I'd highly recommend checking out the Good Morning Magic uh, videos that Gavin Verhey has done with Melissa Del Tora about previous Commander project, product. They're about an hour, hour and a half long to like listen through. Like You can listen, 
Like you don't have to watch, but they just go over like the design of original commander set and commander 2013 and how they would do things different. And I feel like that seems like a good, like a good gauge of how if Melissa del Toro is part of this team, how she is viewing uh commander and stuff in a casual multiplayer fun format. Yeah. Well, you play a lot of commander too, don't you JB? You're doing too much Danny shit right now. It's annoying. As you said, someone's <laughs> got to be Danny while he's gone. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on something like this? A more focused on casual play. I mean, it's good. I, it can't be bad, right? Like, fire design couldn't have been bad. But this is me playing devil advocate here. I'm hyped for it. But All right. I mean, it can't be a bad thing, right? Like, trying to... It, it, you know, keep super egregious cards like Broco and other things from being a thing. I mean, but the question is, is like, are they going to be having their finger in the standard pot like that much? Uh, like if it's maybe, casual, maybe, uh, like if it's casual play, the first thing that popping in that's popping in my mind is again, you know, the commander decks that are now taking place of planeswalker decks. Like that is the casual kind of thing, and I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be beneficial because, and, and I think the thing that I'm more surprised about is that it's taken this long to have something like this, right? Am I the only one that thinks that this is, this was something that should have been or was already done sooner than what it actually is? Yeah, it, sh- it honestly, it probably should have been a lot sooner than now, but. Okay, okay, so, yeah, okay. I thought I thought it was different. But exciting. Yeah, go check out the uh, the archives for the AMA over in their Discord server, which, speaking of, their Discord server only has not even 1,500 people in it. Oh, yeah. snap. I remember, was it August? or It was a while back we were talking about when they first decided to announce a Discord talking about uh, magic specifically. Uh, uh, a Wizards-based Discord. And there's only fucking 1,500 people or whatever in there. That's like, oh. <laughs> fucking cringe i know one of the things that were always mentioned was like oh this is just gonna be a fucking slew of toxicity for fucking, fucking trolls yeah yeah right the trolls i guess this is a good point to add in like when i was on the discord earlier there was an update talking about spell table now allows oathbreaker as an official option for in spell table so like if you want to play spell table with someone they're like what format are you playing? Commander, Modern, Standard, and now they have Oathbreaker as an option. And Oathbreaker, for those, as a reminder, is where you can have a, a Planeswalker and a legend or a, and a spell as its... What is the fucking spell name again? It's Commander spell. Signature spell. Signature spell. I fucking know. I, I don't know. The spell follows by the same commander tax as does the Planeswalker, but it's a, new, a newish format that it's interesting to see that Wizards is uh, taking attention to. Right. Well, I mean, look at Popper. Well, Popper's a sanctioned format. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. How long did it take for that to happen? You know, I don't know. That's a very good question. Well, after all that news, let's do a quick cover of some <laughs> fucking chats here. We got, <laughs> we got Seal Flipper saying, do not Google Tub Girl. 
And then IDK pick one is like, Top girl. oh my God, no, stop it. <laughs> IDK pick one says, OMG, if they say it like Matt just did, haha. And I think he's talking about when I was like, Thalia is going to be a vampire. Because it's like, I can't remember what I said. Yeah, Roll the tapes. Yeah, I don't remember either. But it was funny. I enjoyed it. Then their IDK pick one says, OMG, I'm also harassing the other dude as I'm about to smoke their face. Let's go. Harassing the other dude? What other dude are you harassing? What? I'm not not missing anything. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing in between here. So NFTs. Yes, NFTs. Quick update with NFTs. Did you not listen earlier when I was saying the shit about NFTs? Yeah, what the hell? We, We covered that like 20 minutes ago hour ago yeah the beginning of the podcast what he said <laughs> yeah about that long ago yeah. now we're gonna talk about some money you miss it okay quick rundown here seal no for you. Yes. no he can fucking wait till the episode comes out to, <laughs> to my knowledge <laughs> it's not my fault he's zoned out for an hour <laughs> to my knowledge where the hell have you been to my knowledge nft no wizard no. specifically stuff like magic no. arts is not a thing. Hasbro has said on you know what, a couple of different occasions. Where you know what NFT stands for? No fucking tits. <laughs> I thought you were going to say no fucking time, so let's get going. But well, no I mean that too. But <laughs> yeah, you see that girl? She's pretty NFT. She's like a carpenter's dream. Oh, man. Flat as a board and easy to nail. The, the 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 combination the the pinnacle the pinnacle combination is an NFT and a butterface. Oh God! That's what that's yeah no no that's what we call a solid two. Two by two. <laughs> <laughs> two by four. <laughs> You're giving there's some credit there, sir. If she has four, we're gonna have some problems. <laughs> Bad joke is bad. Um, <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> uh, no, M- uh, MTG doesn't have any M- uh, NFTs, but <laughs> MFTs. Fuck off. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> Words are hard. Hasbro has gone on the record a few times during their uh, quarterly conference calls where they talk about NFTs are something that they're looking into. I mean, they have a lot of properties uh, a lot of different IPs that they could easily jump into with stuff. Like imagine if they made a Transformers IP, uh, a Transformers uh, NFT, or uh, Magic is such a deep pool of NFT opportunities along with Dungeons and Dragons. But Hasbro hasn't said anything else about NFTs. I remember back in April or May, we did cover the fact that there were like two Magic artists that try to NFT nft ties some art that they did for wizards of the coast but they redacted those nft marketplace offers due to the fact they didn't want to have like bad blood between hasbro and themselves but for those magic arts they're not putting it as an nft but they there are a bunch of different artists who have commissioned shit for hasbro for wizards of the coast they have done separate NFTs uh, of their own original art. So if you if there's an artist, I don't know, uh, one artist that comes to mind is like Nils Ham. He's the guy who did Baleful Strix. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, 
I don't know if he's done any kind of NFTs, but Wizard of Barge, the one that did the the slime secret lair, he's got NFTs as well, and I really like his art. And he's the one. Whenever I get the chance, I'm going to hit him up and be like, hey, you want to do a, a Cardi B <laughs> boggle? Because it would be perfect. It's the one that is like, it's that image that I showed you. I'm into BDSM. Battles, oh, dragons, yeah. swords, and magic. <laughs> that yeah, guy. Yeah, the sleeves that we need to get. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. That guy. So, like, magic artists have done NFTs and are doing NFTs, but not of magic IP and stuff that they've done for Wizards of the Coast. So, I mean, I, I guess you can check. Oh, geez, there's. There's like a, a crap ton of different NFT marketplaces and shit right now. Like I was mentioning to JB earlier, uh, Avenged Sevenfold, a metal band. They yeah, have, if you have an NFT, you can start coke off a hooker's ass with them. Is this going anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a joke behind this on this? <laughs> Who needs a pinky nail when you got an NFT for right? this shit? Right? That's going to be the new swag. Be like, bitch, I got an NFT. Dude, on rappers going to be like, mm, yeah. Got, Bitch, got, NFT. Got my, uh-huh. got my yeah. NFT saved on this metal credit card. Because <laughs> metal credit cards seem to be a thing for all the high high what? class. Yeah. What? Yeah, metal credit cards. What? Haven't you heard about these? No. Have seen these before? What? Yeah, dude, they're fucking metal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's the introduction to the finance section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, you like my little John impression? It's pretty good. Emphasis on the little. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'll be here all week. <laughs> yeah, because it's going to take him a long time to get out of the door. Oh, my God. Little short legs. <laughs> uh, I can't help it. I walk slow. <laughs> this week in finance. <laughs> Cha ching. Uh, so in the finance section, we read an amazing article off of mtgstocks.com called The Weekly Winners. They give us three to five cards in this article that are moving up in price and three to five cards that are moving down in this price. When this article gets released, it's Friday, and we read this Monday. If prices have changed between Friday and Monday, we will let you know as we go on. But first off, I just want to do a quick run around the lap saying, I told you guys, you should have got in on this one. <laughs> Patron of the Vein. Black Black 4 for a Vampire Shaman 4-4 four, four, flying when it ETBs, destroy a target creature and opponent controls. When a creature and opponent controls dies, exile it and put a plus one plus one counter on each vampire you control. So this card's moving up 72% now chilling around $24. This has only had one printing in Commander 17. And there's no foil price for this. So as of today, average price is around $20. Market price is around $16. So not at that $24 that you would expect. But because of Crimson Vow, this card has moved up in price. So keep an eye out for this. Oh, geez. I can't remember the name of the other card. But there's this one that reanimates Wizards and Zombies that came out in the Analia, Anala deck, the Wizard deck in 2018. The four color, or the three color, the Grixis Wizards deck. There's a vampire in there, and it's like $3. It's an uncommon, and it allows you to return a vampire or a wizard from your graveyard to to the battlefield. That card. That card. As soon as I remember. If I remember it by the rest of this episode, I will mention it to you. He's not going to remember. We'll see. So, yeah. Uh, Crimson Vow is moving up vampires. 
And next in the weekly winners, we have Memory Deluge. And this card is is an interesting card indeed. Recently printed from Midnight Hunt, Blue Blue 2, Instant. Look at the top X cards of your library where X is the amount of mana spent to cast the spell. Put two of them in your hand, the rest in the bottom in a random order. It has flashback for five blue blue. The card jumped up 58%, now chilling around $7.50 as of Friday. But as of today, it is $7.41. You have foils of this card chilling around $10. It also has a bunch of different variants, not a bunch of different variants, a few different variants. It has the (laughs) extended border, extended art. The extended art. Yes, the zoom art. Because it's just zoomed. The zoom art is around 10 bucks with foils chilling around $20 on this card, which is just slowly climbing up. But the reason for Memory Deluge moving up in price is it's seeing modern and standard play. Like standard play showed up in the uh, one of the, the, the winner decks from Worlds and stuff. The... It showed up a lot there. And then modern decks like Azorius Control. We didn't talk about it in the events section, but Azorius Control was a deck to be reckoned with like these last two weeks. Kahira, Solitude, Style, Interactions. And then you have Memory Deluge just being like, people are arguing like a better Factor Fiction because you're the one that gets to choose the cards and shit like that. And it doesn't put him into the graveyard. There's cases for both. But the fact is, it's a popular card that people are testing with right now, and it's moving up in price. Because of that, they have a list to a standard, is it Phoenix? Not is it Phoenix. Is it is it Dragon-style deck in the article here that you can check out. Now, in the third spot for weekly winners, we have Call the Copper Coats. This one's an interesting one. It recently got printed in Commander 2020, which was the, not Ixalan. Akoria, the Akoria Commander decks. Call the Copper Coats. White 2 instant, and it has Strive. The spell costs white 1 more to cast for each target beyond the first. Choose any number of target opponents. Create X 1 1 white human soldier creature tokens, where X is the number of creatures those opponents control. This card has jumped up 51%, now chilling around $3.01, but you can find copies for $3.36 at a market price and an average price of $4. So this is moving up. There's no foil, foil variants of this or foil options of this card. So the card typically doesn't, uh, a card moving from like two to three bucks doesn't seem like a big deal, but uh, Dana Roach, writer for EDH Rec and Commander's Herald, tweeted about this card saying, there might not be. There might be no card I slept on more in 2020 than Call of the Copper Coats. I never once saw it cast where it didn't generate insane value wildly disproportionate to its mana value. So for five mana, so you pay the original cost and the strive, each opponent you want to target beyond the first, you could potentially generate a lot of one ones at instant speed. I guess I can see that. Like five mana for really good timely reinforcements. I mean, as we've seen with whatever the two mana sorcery one that makes tokens gains lives and draw a card and midnight hunt that kind of effect is is appreciated but that card is moving up and then finally we have zombie cards still showing up here we have wand of orcus uh black two legendary artifact equipment whenever equipped creature attacks or blocks it and zombies you control gain death touch until end of turn, and then whenever equipped creature deals damage to a player, create that many 2-2 black zombie creature tokens. 
Yeah, just black zombie creature tokens and has equipped of three. So as with all other fucking zombie cards for like the last, what, six weeks and shit, this is moving up because of that. This card jumped up 43% now chilling around $7.92. This has only two printings, the commander deck printing, which came out in Adventures of the Forgotten Realms, and the uh, extended art that you can only get in collector boosters. And that extended art is around 1130 Market price around eight ninety. Want to give some cheap pickups there, JB? I suppose I can. So first cheap pickup, we have the Time Spiral Remastered print of Summoner's Pact, sitting at three dollars and sixty cents. Uh, slowly trending downward. Uh, next up, we have Gideon Ally of Zendikar from Battle for Zendikar, sitting at five dollars and seventy six cents, and that one is now trending down as well. And then out of Commander Twenty One. We have Monologue Tax sitting at $5.48, and that one is slowly trending down as well. Out of all three of those, I think the one to to keep an eye on is the Monologue Tax. Right? It's a strictly worse smothering tithe, but... Yeah, at pre-sales for this card, it was around 30 bucks, but then it like was dropping down pretty significantly to 2018 and stuff, and it's just been climbing down ever since. And there was definitely the, the, the conversation of this compared to Smothering Tithe, Tithe when it got shown during the Strixhaven release and stuff, and still a pretty good card. So if you want to pick up any of these magic cards, go check out our amazing friends at tcgsnapper.com. Making an account, you can enter in cards that you get notified if they move up or down in price. To those that are price conscious about buying magic cards or selling magic cards, TCG Sniper is like the best tool. And when you go over to tcgsniper.com and sign up, if you mention that the guys over at This Weekend MTG sent you, you will get three months free of their Plus program where you can add 50 cards or sealed product and get notified on. Now, JB, do you have a deck of the week you want to talk about? No, I haven't picked one. You haven't picked one? I wish like Moxfield or something had like a, a random function that you could just like click random and it would pull up a random deck. Does it not? I really thought there was some sort of like random look. There is no like random deck feature. Yeah. Well, shit. Maybe we'll just call it that. We've been really bad at Deck of the Week for, like, the last few months. So bad. Like, so bad. I think I think it, I think it falls to the fact that we always, like, stray off the path when it comes to the news part where we just start, start talking and, you know, Deck of the Week just falls to the wayside. I mean, maybe at this point, like, this is where Deck of the Week can, like, diverge off to a separate part of This Week in MTG and we do another thing along with home brews and home down brews. Speaking of which... Yeah, speaking of which... That's, that's edited. That's edited and fully up, but there is a watermark because the, the the editing software that I got, that was like, yeah, this is free software that you can use for this. It was free, but then they asked you to pay, and it's apparently a very sketchy website when I done... Because when I went to the payment page, I'm like, mm, something about this doesn't feel right. And so I typed it in Google as this a scam, and... Some of the results is like, yes, don't put your credit card information into this. And I'm like, well, good thing I didn't do that. So right now I'm on the 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 scour for another video software. So patron members, hit me up. Let me know if you want a watermarked version of Home Brews and Hometown Brews because that's all done. I thought it was really fun. I enjoyed doing that. And it would suck to really have to do that again. Or 
if you know anybody anybody out there that's a video editor <laughs> that'll love to to work for or assist I'll pay of course with something like this let me know so JB yes you got anything else you want to add in on this episode no and I guess if we're tacking things onto the back end of this finance section vampires are already showing moving in price spirits have not spirits have not so I'm going to do a quick quick look here because i am curious i am curious of like spirit cards that are pretty popular blue white spirits azorius spirits spirit spirit spirits so let's just pull one of these from this event mausoleum wanderer that's a five dollar card you can buy for around five dollar on card kingdom two dollars on tcg player that's a that's a big card rattle chains Super important when it comes to spirits. That's 50 cents. That card's going to be moving up in price. So I guess this is me just telling you, keep an eye out. If you want spirits or you want to be, okay, if you want to be making some money on uh, on magic cards here, spirits are probably the cards to be looking for. It was mentioned previously that Decade got switched with a mechanic. So Decade in Midnight Hunt was supposed to be in Crimson Vow, but it got changed with something that was supposed to be for spirits. There was supposed to be a spirit mechanic in Midnight Hunt, but it got pushed to Crimson Vow. And Decade and Crimson Vow got moved to Midnight Hunt. And because of that, spirits are going to have... because It makes me think spirits are going to have a big... No, no. The, 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 the same in vogue kind of thing that zombies, vampires, and werewolves got. But it's kind of lower on the chain of everything. So... Keep an eye out for your rattle chains, your selfish spirits uh, in foil, especially if you want to, I don't know, flip them at some point, like pick them up now for super cheap and then sell them for like the 400, 500% in price increases that what zombies have shown. I guess this is a good point to say that we are not uh, financially savvy in any way or possible, any way, shape or form. And our advice, you should talk with a certified financial planner and get their professional opinion. We're just three schmucks with microphone that don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the schmucks that don't know what we're fucking talking about. <laughs> we like magic as much as the next person. And this is just me rambling into the internet ethos. But with that, JB, you got anything else you want to add to this episode? Fuck no. With that, then, let's go into our end read here. Thank you guys for making it to the end of This Week in MTG, episode 111. You can check us out where better podcasts can be found. Apple Play, or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. And you can follow us on YouTube and Twitcher. Twitcher, Jesus. YouTube and Twitch. (laughs) YouTube and Twitch, where we go live every Monday night around 7 (laughs) p.m. And you can see these crazy fucking rants and shit or the the unedited mistakes Matt of Twitch being able to say Twitch I was going between Twitch and Twitter and I said Twitcher okay that's what I was going with okay I mean clearly that's what I was going with okay no, not intentionally I'm just Yo saying okay. not not intentionally it was unintentional that it did that and it happened it happened it just happened it just happened Along with following us on Twitter and YouTube. <laughs> I did that one on purpose. It just, it just happened. Kind of like that time you shit your pants in third grade. <sighs> yeah, I was supposed to tell people about that. Jesus, fuck you. 
We're done here. <laughs> Go check out the website where you can find all of our links. Uh, you can see our Twitter, our Facebook, our Discord links are there, and then our Patreon, our Moxfield, and all that other jazz. If you want to follow us around the internets, if you think that we're worth following to that degree. And let's give a big thank you to all of our lovely, lovely p- patrons that are supporting us. It is greatly appreciated. Like, you don't have to do this, but you're fucking doing this. And also, note here to patron members, voting for the card for next month ends in a week. Get your votes in before it's done. And also, I guess this is a good point to say, we have playmats. We have fucking playmats that we want you guys to have because, I don't know, I think they're really fucking sweet. They are. They're pretty fucking badass. They're inked gaming quality. They're super good. So hit us up. Like, hit hit me up on Discord, on Twitter, on Facebook. They're going for 20 bucks a pop right now, which is $5 less than if you would get it on inked gaming and stuff. And yeah uh pretty sure i'll do some deals with shipping and stuff internationally we might have to work that might be a little more expensive but i'd love to work with you i want you to have these playmats these playmats are really fucking sweet not gonna lie the fact that we waited so long to get them you should check them out and yeah also i think i'm gonna hit up josh and see if uh, he can sell them at the store so you don't have to directly hit me up if you're in the fm area you could just go check out jdub sports cards and gaming to pick up some playmats of ours and speaking of jdub sports cards and gaming go give them love for sponsoring us they are true badasses for deciding that three schmucks with microphones are worth sponsoring now jb if you don't got anything else to add to this no, quit asking me. I have no fucking idea. I know. This is like the third time I've asked. I'm, I'm bad at this tonight. <laughs> Danny's not Same here to keep... every time. Danny's not here to keep us on track. Danny. Danny. Shout out! Oh, 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 Jesus, I really thought he was here. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Magic Folk, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Fuck you. Like, I know it's my turn, bitch. Fucking get off the emotes.